I look at it, it says in the Bible that God forgives us our sins if we ask for them to be forgiven and we mean it with a true and contrite heart. And that's what I tell people, if you come in the fact where you can't forgive yourself, if you ask for that forgiveness from God but you don't forgive yourself, then you're making yourself bigger than God. And there's something wrong with that picture. And it, and it took me a while to understand that, that I have to make myself less, make him more. And if he has forgiven me for whatever sins I may have done and do, still do every day, and I ask forgiveness for them, then if I hold on to them, then I'm not doing what he said and I'm not doing what he went to the cross for. Welcome to the Do Good Mississippi podcast, where our goal is to showcase people and organizations that are doing good by making a positive impact in communities all across our state. By hearing the good work they're doing, we hope that you will be compelled to join them so that we can partner together and accomplish even more. In addition to subscribing to this podcast, we encourage you to connect with us through our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle DoGoodMS. Thanks for listening to the Do Good Mississippi podcast. The best way to stay informed about the latest news and information from Do Good Mississippi is to sign up for our newsletter. We use our newsletter to let you know about featured stories of good happening in our state, upcoming podcast guests, special events that are doing good in our communities, and more. You can sign up to receive our newsletter by visiting our website at dogoodmississippi.com. Today on the podcast, we'll pick up right where we left off last episode in our conversation with Matt Patterson from Project 25. Matt, I enjoyed our conversation on the last episode. Let's just pick up where we were and, and keep rolling talking about Project 25. Sounds good. So are there any success stories from Project 25? Who's someone who's directly benefited from Project 25? When all this started, I have a very good friend, and I'll just refer to him as Q. That's what I call him. But uh, this good friend of mine, he is a veteran, did many tours, and he was in the, the rough part of things over there, as many of them were, all, everybody who's over there, but he did some tough missions. And to see his transformation from uh, when I first met him, growing up knowing who God was, to being hopeless, feeling like God wasn't there, to not knowing what to do, to see the transformation now to him believing in God again, to feeling hope, to calling me the other day and asking, could he come to church with me this Sunday? That is just so awesome to me because the thing is, he is a wonderful, wonderful man who has done so much for this country. He just suffers from alcoholism and more than that, suffers from guilt of past mistakes he's made. And, you know, the way I look at it is, it says in the Bible that God forgives us our sins if we ask for them to be forgiven and we mean it with a true and contrite heart. And that's what I tell people. If you come in the fact where you can't forgive yourself, if you ask for that forgiveness from God, but you don't forgive yourself, then you're making yourself bigger than God. And there's something wrong with that picture. And it, and it took me a while to understand that, that I have to make myself less, make him more. And if he has forgiven me for whatever sins I may have done and do, still do every day, and I ask forgiveness for them, then if I hold on to them, then I'm not doing what he said, and I'm not doing what he went to the cross for. I love that faith connection. He must become greater, I must become less. Absolutely. So we mentioned a, a perspective change looking at people in this situation. So how have you seen volunteers impacted by the work with Project 25? I think I've definitely seen their eyes opened to um, the struggle that many people who are homeless, who are in substance abuse, or who are in prison, especially, 
the struggles they face just trying to change their lives. You know, I had a good friend of mine go to the prison with me, and when he came out, he said he had never thought about that even though, you know, they were making mistakes, they got caught, they did whatever wrong, when they went into prison, they still had a life they were trying to do. They might not have been doing everything right, but then again, who is doing everything right? But, you know, you go into jail for an extended amount of time, whatever that may be, and you come out, and uh, you're not really even on the same level as when you went in. You're almost on a lower level because you've been to prison, you have a record, you basically have to start over. You're not going to have a job. Some might. A lot of them aren't. So it's like starting life over again and trying to find a way to do it right. And it, it's hard. It's hard. And, you know, those guys down there I meet with, a lot of them seem to have great, great hearts. They made mistakes. That's it. You know, I know I've made plenty. And I just want to help them, help them to try to find the way, you know, and not fall back into that same pattern of life that got them in jail. It's important to remember that people are people, and That's we right. all make mistakes. That's right. I think that y'all are doing good in that aspect to take other people and just say, hey, we're not too far past you, a couple of steps ahead, here's the way. That's exactly right. We're, <laughs> we're no better than the people in prison, no better than someone is homeless. You know, I think any of us could go back to at some point in our life, whether it be many, many days or one specific day, we could probably go back and say, you know what, if I would have got caught or I would have went through with that or I would have done this or done that, I could be in jail or I could have spent time in jail at the least. I could have started on a road that led to a lot worse than my life is now. You know, it's small decisions. It really is. Small decisions lead to big impact, whether it's positive or negative. So, yeah, absolutely. So what are some of those small decisions you can make to make a positive impact? For me, I think it's having some structure. It has become very important to me to wake up every morning and start with a devotion. It puts me in a good state of mind. It puts me at some kind of peace. And then just go on about my day and, and always remember, today is all I have. Let me give it all I have. Let me give it all I've got. You know, let me put my heart into it. Let me put my mind into it. Whatever I do, and I do, I honestly believe it. it's small things. It is the people you hang around can influence you. I think you can either be a leader or a follower, and if you are not at that point in your life where you can be a leader, then if you're going to be a follower, I beg you to choose who you're going to follow and choose wisely. I believe accountability is a big, big part of doing better. You find good people and make yourself accountable to them, in small things, not just in big things, in small things, and it, it becomes a way of life. I believe if we get in a pattern of doing little things like this that are positive, I believe it comes more normal, it comes more comfortable. There again, back to that moving forward, I think we move forward and we keep adding on positive things. It sounds like having that structure of doing the small things right builds to having a bigger purpose, and I think that's what the heart of Project 25 is. I would agree with that. I believe... If you take any situation in life, you can look at it in a positive light or a negative light. It's what you choose to do. And if you choose the positive path, in my opinion, the blessings will continue. And, and everything will not be a blessing. I promise you everything won't be. But you'll get more blessings than you'll get heartaches if you look for the good in things. And what I try to do, and of course I fall short every single day, what I try to do is if I'm given an opportunity to help someone, to put a smile on someone's face, 
to impact anybody in any positive way, I try to take advantage of it. I try not to turn my back. I try not to say, oh, I didn't see that. I do see it. Now it's up to me as to what I'm going to do. I just think we have to get out of ourselves and realize there's nobody else going to help other people but other people. And quit saying, you know, I wish someone else would help them. I wish someone else would help them. At some point, you have to say, what can I do? And you can do good. That's what we're here for. So That's right. So we think you're doing good. We want to compel other people to action. So remind us how we can connect with you online. On Facebook, go to Project 25, our page, and you can like it. Hopefully we'll be doing a website soon, and we will keep you, you guys updated on that through Facebook. Thanks for coming out and, and sitting in this conversation today. It's, it's good to hear about the impact you're making and the smiles you're putting on people's faces. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it. In our next episode, Matt will be back to join Lane to tell you about some of the exciting upcoming events, some of the challenges their organization is facing, and goals they have for the rest of 2016, as well as ways you can immediately participate in doing good with Project 25. Until next time, do good, Mississippi. Are you on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram? Connect with the Do Good Mississippi social media account so that we can encourage and inform you of the amazing people and organizations who are doing good all across our state. The next time you're volunteering, tag us and we'll be happy to showcase the good you are doing. Your post may be the very thing that encourages someone else and compels them to start doing good too. Search for our accounts using the handle Do Good MS.